I'm David Heitler-Clevens. And I'm Rodney Wittenberg. And this is Music for the New Revolution. Hi, everybody. This is Rodney. This is David. And happy Labor Day. Yes. I we have something very special for you this time. Yes, something very, very special. Um, I was talking with David, and I thought, you know, what who, what one artist embodies what we're all about here at Music for the New Revolution? And uh, I couldn't think of anybody who embodies that more than Woody Guthrie. And, mm-hmm. and so, I, so David agreed. <laughs> so this is <laughs> our very, very special Labor Day Woody Guthrie special, and it's so special you're going to get two, two, two episodes in one. <laughs> now, not in one, but you will get two episodes. Um, and uh, I have to say, uh, as uh, right before we started uh, recording our episode today, I was listening to some of the quotes that we received from all the wonderful musicians who sent little uh, their 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 musings on Woody Guthrie, and. Uh, Boy, I got a little fulclimbed. <laughs> a little broken up. <laughs> yeah, we really uh, got an embarrassment of riches here. We put out the call to lots of people that we know that we thought might be interested in participating in this. And and we're going to really let them take it for most of the show. After we talk a little bit about Woody, we're going to hear, you know, their quotes and, and various people covering Woody's songs. And, and we're not going to really uh, horn in on that too much. So we'll, we'll just we'll just let that go. But uh, but we thought maybe we should, you know, set things up a little bit and talk about, you know, all these different people are talking about what Woody meant to them. And uh, so Rodney and I could say a little bit about that as well. Yeah. I I can't think of someone who um, is a bigger influence on me as an artist when it comes to my political songwriting. Um, And, and, and again, to be, uh, I didn't discover Woody until I discovered Dylan, which is usually seems to be the case. Um, And I didn't discover really discovered Dylan until I was in college and I uh, owe my my <laughs> owe it to my mentor Camille Paglia for making me actually like Dylan because when I was uh, my first year of college I was like you mean the guy with the funny voice who whines a lot uh, what, what what has he got what, what do you mean and uh, boy was my world blown and my head exploded and I was like whoa that is some serious songwriting and um and of course, uh, the Weavers and and Pete Seeger, which is the same thing that a lot of the people are going to be saying coming up. But but mm-hmm. Woody really, um, you know, <laughs> I just I don't even know if there's much to really say. Just like wow, um, mm-hmm. not only was he a great songwriter, but he lived the life that he was singing about, and mm-hmm. that that just brings a whole other level of authenticity to the stories and songs that he that he that he wrote and and told yeah definitely well and i i actually some of the people also say this you know some people got to woody through dylan and then some of us actually got to woody through pete seeger mm-hmm. so i i i really came to him more through pete and um mm-hmm. i think one of the first ways i heard his songs was a, a, a children's album of all songs that woody had written uh, done by Pete Seeger, mm-hmm. and uh, and my parents who were real big folkies. Um, my father used to kind of say, "Oh, you know, you don't really want to necessarily listen to Woody doing his own songs. <laughs> He's not a great singer. He's not a good, great guitar player." He kind of you know uh, suggested that the songs are great, but it'd be better to hear them done by other people. And so it was a while before I really listened to Woody himself. And um, and and actually, I think I did a report in elementary school on Woody Guthrie, and I read. Not the book that he wrote himself, but uh, a biography of him. Mm-hmm. And what I was struck in that was by how captivated people were by him as a storyteller, whether it was through songs or or just telling stories. And how you know people would be sitting around one of these you know campfires when they're on their way westward because they've lost their farms, and 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 he would get out his guitar and start to sing, and and you know people were noisy and drinking and stuff like that, and suddenly everybody would just be silent you know that you could and and just this the story about his storytelling ability was captivating in itself Mm -hmm. and i think that he had a huge influence on me uh, you know that i wanted to be able to do that i don't know that i ever have or will but i but i you know it definitely inspired me 
to want to try to reach for that kind of level of of engagement with audiences and and to just bring them into the story so that they forget everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you painting this amazing, he paints this amazing picture, but he was also a performer, mm-hmm. and in in the truest sense of the word. And uh, I mean, I I can't imagine how hard it would be to uh, try and entertain a bunch of people who've just lost everything, and you're, you know, sitting around with them at a uh, at a makeshift campsite and uh there's dust everybody's dusty from right the, from and the ground is hard and and brown. people are hungry and yeah and yeah. people are hungry and all you have to feed them with is your words and your music and your song and and people felt fed and that is truly amazing to me yeah and i think part of it is that he didn't try to make people forget their troubles Mm -hmm. but he made i think he made people feel like he heard well he he shared their troubles (laughs) but also he expressed what they were feeling Mm -hmm. in his songs and so it was an incredible affirmation i think for you know just regular people farmers and factory workers and Mm -hmm. and and people who generally you know didn't feel like anybody was hearing their troubles and their stories and and he you know put that back out to people. And I think that's partly why people were so captivated. It was, you know, not only the way he wrote or the way he performed, but the fact that he was telling their stories. Mm-hmm. They yeah. saw themselves in his songs. Mm-hmm. And I think people still do. Yes. Uh, and well, that, that comes through in how many people <laughs> sent us in quotes about how important what he's been yeah. to them. So, um, yes. so let's, well, should we just basically give a, a little rundown of what, Music yep. people are going to hear in between. People will identify themselves, the speakers. But um, yep, are we ready to yeah, do that? Yeah, let's, let's give a little. Uh, let's because we're not going to. We're, we're going to break with our usual format for our regular listeners, and we're just going to let the um, let the music play and let the uh, the, the uh, musicians and speakers tell their stories as it relates to Woody. So the songs that you're going to hear are. So first we'll hear Bob Dylan's song to Woody. There's only a couple times where we'll hear something that isn't one of Woody's songs. Uh, Bruce Springsteen, I Ain't Got No Home. And another Bruce Springsteen song, Vigilante Man, or another Bruce Springsteen version. Both of those Bruce Springsteen versions, by the way, are from that uh, Folkways uh, Vision Shared project from the late 80s. Yes, with the the tribute to Woody Guthrie and uh, Lead Belly. Right. And then after that is... uh, Stark Raving Chandler with mm-hmm. Woody. That's another one that's not one of Woody's songs, although it does incorporate one of Woody's songs. Mm-hmm. And then Solomon Burke, uh, Hard Ain't It Hard, or Hard It Ain't Hard is the way it's printed. Uh, Holly Near and Ronnie Gilbert with Pastures of Plenty. And another version of Pastures of Plenty from John McCutcheon and Tom Chapin. And lastly, we have uh, Arlo doing uh, Arlo Guthrie, for those of you who don't know, doing 1913 Massacre. All right, so let's let it roll. Yeah. This is I Relax. Whenever I need a a lift and want to hear a great song about the American land or the the people or, or justice in America, I can always go to Woody Guthrie. My name is Stuart Stotts. And when I first encountered Woody back in the high school, I was a little put off by sort of the raw quality of it. But now I understand that his natural exuberance and creativity and fun and unchecked imagination is exactly the kind of artist that inspires me. I'm out here a thousand miles from my home Walking a road other men have gone down I'm seeing a world of people and things Here paupers and peasants and princes and kings Hey, hey, Woody Guthrie, I wrote you a song About a funny old world that's a-coming along 
Seems sick and it's hungry, it's tired and it's torn It looks like it's a dying and it's hardly been born Hey, Woody Guthrie, but I know that you know All the things that I'm a-saying and a many times more I'm a-singing you yeah, this song, but I can't sing enough Cause there's not many men who've done the things that you've done Here's to Cisco and Sonny and Lead Belly too And to all the good people that traveled with you Here's to the hearts and the hands of the men That come with the dust and are gone with the wind I'm leaving tomorrow, but I could leave today Somewhere down the road someday The very last thing that I'd want to do Is to say I've been hitting some hard traveling too Hello, my name is Will Parker, and I'm a professional children's musician, and I wanted to share some of my thoughts on Woody Guthrie and his influence on me. I was very moved a few summers ago when I went to the Woody Guthrie Center in Tulsa, Oklahoma. If you ever get the chance, you should definitely go. At the center, I was completely overwhelmed and moved by Woody Guthrie's music, his life, his story, his passion for justice. And I was especially uh, influenced by the children's music. And one of the quotes that has stuck with me, Woody Guthrie said something like, I don't want to see kids doing what the grown-ups are doing. I want to see the grown-ups doing what the kids are doing. And that has really stuck with me. And I, I definitely take that sentiment to heart. I like to describe my children's music as music for kids ages 1 to 100 because I really think it's important for people of all ages to play and be creative and be silly sometimes. Woody Guthrie is also very influential on my own music journey because he influenced Bob Dylan so much. And when I was 11 years old, first learning to play guitar, Bob Dylan songs were the first songs I was memorizing and playing, and he has made uh, a huge impact on, on my own music and my music career, and uh, also an impact on, on my worldview and the importance of standing up for what's right and for speaking out against injustice and oppression, and it's something we've got to keep doing not just in the spirit of Woody Guthrie and Dylan, but the spirit of the entire civil rights movement, because the movement is not over and there is still work to do. Thank you, uh, Music for the New Revolution, for doing this podcast and for all the awesome, important work you are doing. Um, I am excited to uh, get more involved and uh, I just discovered you recently, so um, I think it's just fantastic you exist. So uh, that's it from me, and uh, I'll hope to hope to hear from you soon. Bye. I ain't got no home. I'm just a rambling round. Work when I can get it, I roam from town to town. Police make it hard, boys, wherever I may go. I ain't got no home in this world anymore. But I was farming shares and always I was done. My debts, they was so many miles. 
they wouldn't go around. Drop got my crop, Mr. Banker. I ain't got no home in this world anymore. Six children I have raised, they're scattered and they're gone. And my darling wife to heaven she has flown. She died of the fever, yes, I ain't got no home. I'm minding your minds and I gathered in your corn. I've been working, mister, since the day that I was born. I worry all the time like I never did before. Well now I just ramble around to see what I can see It's a wide wicked world, sort of funny place to me Gambling man is rich and the working man is poor I ain't got no home in this world Well I'm stranded on this road that Hundred thousand others are stranded Hundred thousand others, yes, and hundred thousand more. Ain't got no home in this world Everyone who has listened to American music made since 1940 has been influenced by Woody Guthrie. Um, Woody Guthrie was an American storyteller who, and activist who spoke for the common man and woman in America and spoke for core values of America through music. Um, he influenced not only the great folk artists, as a pioneer of folk music like Pete Seeger or Bob Dylan, but he also influenced uh, musicians like um, Bruce Springsteen and John Mellencamp who speak for the common man and woman and tell the American story. So he's woven throughout our um, cultural narrative and you cannot separate Woody Guthrie from, uh, from any of our music. Uh, and any of our messages. Uh, and that personally, as a child, his music was part of the soundtrack of, of my childhood. Um, more recently, I wrote a song called This Land, which was a direct uh, reflection of his song, This Land is Your Land, um, where my song was a response to uh, the Dakota Access Pipeline and the struggles of the Native people there who were trying to protect their sacred land and their water source from this, um, you know, big corporate oil pipeline. And uh, it was all over the news and not much many of us could do about it. There was not much many of us could do about it, but as an artist, as a musician, I could write music about it to amplify the voice and sentiment. And who did I think of but Woody Guthrie in that context? So I wrote a song that where Woody Guthrie's song says, this land is your land, this land is my land. 
saying this land belongs to all of us and that there's no private property. I flipped that around, but I was speaking not to the common man, but for the common man. And I was talking to the corporations. So in my song, I was saying, this land is not your land. This land is not my land. This land, it doesn't belong to anyone. And to me, that was, you know, the a counterbalance to this land is your land, this land is my land. I was saying, you can't disturb this land. This land is the people who drink the water. So um, there is a direct and personal reflection, but there are so many ways that all musicians can um, draw correlations to their own work um, and the works of Woody Guthrie because he's in everything. He's, he represents the American people. So if you are part of the American people or you uh, have some sort of um, resonance with the American experience, then you have been influenced by Woody Guthrie.
Hi, my name is Vicki Ryder. I live in North Carolina, and I'm one of those raging grannies you might have heard on a street corner or at a rally in your own hometown, singing out for peace and justice and a sustainable planet for our grandchildren. I was born in 1942 and was lucky enough to have grown up in New York City, where my parents, who were active in the labor movement, introduced me to the songs of the Wobblies and Pete Seeger and Woody Guthrie and the Almanac Singers. I grew up on their songs, and when I had kids of my own, they too grew up on the songs of Woody Guthrie. One of the songs I used to sing to them was Woody's Mail Myself to You. You might remember it. The first verse went, I'm going to wrap myself in paper. I'm going to dab myself with glue. Stick some stamps on top of my head. I'm going to mail myself to you. Well, you know, that song came floating back to me last month when mailboxes started disappearing from the street corners here in North Carolina. And I knew it was time to dash off some new lyrics for the grannies to sing, because that's what we raging grannies do. So here's our new version, and it goes like this. Went down the street to mail a letter to my friend in old Fort Knox. I got to the corner, but what did I see? Someone stole our blue mailbox. So I went down to the old post office, tried to mail my letter there, found they'd closed up for the day, and not a mailbox anywhere. Next day I went to ask some questions, only found one worker there. She was looking quite exhausted. Piles of mail were everywhere. She said her overtime was canceled and the sorting machines were trashed out back. Someone's messing with our system. It must be some political hack. Well, I said I need to mail my monthly rent check. If it's late, I'll have to pay a fine. And I'm counting on the mail truck to bring my meds to me on time. Yes, someone's screwing with our postal service, making it harder for us to vote. So we need to organize to keep our postal service afloat. We can't let them privatize, so we'll rally and we'll rage and we will vote. This is a Woody Guthrie song. Only in this hand I hold a copy of John Steinbeck's The Grapes of Wrath. Well, in this hand I hold a copy of the Dallas Morning News. Increased and every effort of the great owners was directed at repression. The money was spent for arms, for gas, to protect the great holdings, and spies were sent out to catch the murmurings of revolt so that it might be stamped out. And in Chiapas, rebels used NAFTA as a tool to recruit peasants. Zapatista rebels hiding in the mountains are trying to win new recruits by denouncing the North American Free Trade Agreement. Once, California belonged to Mexico and its land to Mexicans, but they could not resist because they wanted nothing in the world as fanatically as the Americans wanted land. And the rich people have ranches of 10,000 acres and the peasants do not have one square meter. The tenant system won't work anymore. One man on a tractor can take the place of 12 or 14 families. You'll have to get off the land. The plows will go through your dooryard. And an incredible number of people will be displaced and head for Mexico City or the United States. A way of life is ending. Cropland isn't for little guys anymore. We have no highways. 
We have no services. We have no factories. We farm with picks and with shovels. And the great owners formed associations for protection. And they met to discuss ways to intimidate, to kill, and to gas. And always they were in fear of a principle. 300,000. If they were to ever move under one leader, that would be the end. 300,000, hungry and miserable. If they were to ever know themselves, the land would be theirs. And all the gas, all the rifles, all the bombs of the world would not stop them. And the reforms have been set in motion, a process that will eliminate a significant number of farmers. And one man, one family, driven from the land. I lost my land. A single tractor took my land. I am alone. And in the night, one family camps in a ditch, and another family pulls in. Two men squat on their hands. Here is the note, you who hate change and fear revolution. Keep these men apart. Make them hate, fear, suspect each other. For here I lost my land is changed. And the danger is here, for two men are not as lonely and perplexed as one. And from this first we, there grows a still more dangerous thing. I have a little food, plus I have no food. And if from this problem the solution is we have a little food, then the movement has direction. And this is the beginning. This is the thing to bomb. This is the beginning from I to we. Cause I ain't got no home. I am just a rambling round. I work when I can get it. I roam from town to town. And the police make it hard wherever you may go. And I ain't got no hope in this world anymore. I ain't got no hope in this world Changing the I to we, we ain't got no home in this world anymore. Hi, I'm Mallory Graham. And I'm Scott Tyler. And we are the Rough and Tumble. Uh, Woody Guthrie has been a huge influence on us and our our music. Um, as, as two singer-songwriters who travel the country, uh, we we think about Woody Guthrie um, quite quite a bit with every person that we meet and his capacity for take, taking each person as an individual and listening to the individual story and then being able to apply it to the broader scope of society is something that we strive to do quite a bit as artists. Absolutely, he took a lot of time to listen to people and to hear their stories, um, but he also did a great job of speaking out and. Uh, speaking up uh, on behalf of other people. Mm-hmm. He also did a great job of uh, of representing, you know, artists and and recognizing the the difficulty of being an artist and having to put your best foot forward all the time, uh, even without a nickel to your name. So those are, I mean, those are definitely things we can relate to. <laughs> so I guess that's it. Yep. She was walking by my door 
you know that the next time I saw her false hearted smile, she was laying a cold on the floor. And ever since, don't you know it's been hot? My name is Tom Smith. I'm an old-school folkie with roots in the Cambridge folk scene of the 1960s. Like many of my era, I first became aware of Woody Guthrie through the music of Pete Seeger, Bob Dylan, Ramblin' Jack Elliott, and others. I confess, I spent a lot of time imitating Woody's style and non-commercial approach to music. Although I've long since found my own voice, I can still hear Woody in my lyrics and performance. And when I write songs about current events, I often begin by asking, what would Woody say? It's a mighty long road that these four hands have hold. My poor feet have traveled a half dusty road. Out of your dust bowl and westward we rolled. Your deserts were hot and your mountains were cold. I wandered all over this green growing land. Wherever your crops are, I've lent you my hand. On the Always be free 
Hey folks, this is Mike Glick. Well, what can one say about Woody? All I know is that if he hadn't been here, most of us wouldn't have been either. He pretty much started this whole thing. Woody lived with the regular folk and was about as proletarian a folk singer as there ever was. We're Woody's children. And so let's keep that up. All right. It's a mighty hard road that these poor hands have hold. It's poor feet have wandered a hot, dusty road. Out of the dust bowl and westward we roll. Your deserts was hot and your mountains was cold. I've worked in your orchards, peaches and prunes Slept on the ground, eat the light of the moon At the edge of your cities, you'll see us and then We come with the dust, we're gone with the wind California, Arizona, I've worked all your crops up north to Oregon to gather your hops Pick the beets from your ground, pick the grapes from your vine To put on your table your bright, sparkling wine Green pastures aplenty from dry desert ground From the Grand Coulee Dam where the waters run down Every state in this union us migrants have been and we'll work in this fight and we'll fight till we win It's always I ramble this river and I Through this green valley I will work till I die This land I'll defend with my life if it be For these pastures of plenty must always be free This land I'll defend with my life if it be For these pastures of plenty must always I went down to the, to the library to find a book to learn how to play because I had no money. And that's where you go. Um, and the only thing in the Dewey Decimal System at our local library was this book, um, uh, Woody Guthrie Folk Songs. And I had no idea who Woody Guthrie was. I mean, I'd grown up singing his songs. Every American kid grows up singing Woody Guthrie songs, but they never tell you who writes the songs mm -hmm. that they're teaching you in school. So because the first page had all those guitar chord grids and it was filled with a whole bunch of songs, I thought, oh, great, this is a guitar instruction book. <laughs> and I faithfully started on page one, thinking it was arranged in increasing order of difficulty. And it took me a really long time, an embarrassingly long time, to realize 
it was in alphabetical order. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what are the chances that all the easiest songs started with A, huh? <laughs> this guy put a lot of thought into this. <laughs> um, but that was really in my introduction to seeing a big body of a single songwriter's works. And is there anyone more ecumenical than Woody Guthrie? I mean, one because it was alphabetical, one page would be a love song, the next page would be a historical song, the next page would be a kid song, and the next page would be a topical song. It was just astonishing. And I guess, you know, the predictable end result of that is if you look at my work, you've got love songs and kid songs and historical songs and topical songs. It was just, you know, your job was just to pay attention and to try to tell the truth um, and, and to be utilitarian. I have never been an art for art's sake guy. I always write with a listener in mind and with a purpose in mind. And I learned that from Woody Guthrie, but it took me a long time. I was just learning, you know, how to put my fingers in the right place at the right time. I just really studied traditional music and try to glean from that body of work and, and people who, who wrote from that tradition, people like Gene Ritchie mm -hmm. and Hazel Dickens and uh, Utah Phillips, uh, people who were, uh, and Woody, you know, people who use that as a platform and uh, use that kind of language, that kind of storytelling, that kind of sense of connectedness to a community mm -hmm. that, that these were people who were, instrumental rather than ornamental to community life. And that's what I became a student of. I've often found that a first person voice is very compelling. I learned that from Woody Guthrie, you know, take, take a, trip a trip with me with to 1913. 1913. I'll take you through a door and up a tall you stair. And man, you are, everybody who hears that line, visualize, it's a, it's a movie. They're in the middle of it and then you're gone. You're gone, you know, you know you're in the story. and. I guess, you know, I've spent my adulthood sort of unpacking a lot of the inspiration I got from people like Woody and saying, oh, I guess I learned to do that from a steady diet of Woody Guthrie songs when I was 14. Yeah. Take a trip with me in 1913. Calumet, Michigan, in the copper country. I'll take you to a place called Italian Hall, where the miners are having their big Christmas ball. Take you in a door and up a high stairs, and singing and dancing is heard everywhere. Let you shake hands with the people you'll see And watch the kids dance round the big Christmas tree There's talking and laughing and songs in the air And the spirit of Christmas is there everywhere Before you know it, your friends with us all and you're dancing around and around in the hall You ask about work and you ask about pay And they'll tell you they make less than a dollar a day Working their copper claims and risking their lives It's fun to spend a Christmas with the children and wives Little girl sits down by the Christmas tree lights To play the piano so you've got to keep quiet To hear all this fun you would not realize That the copper boss thug men are milling outside The copper boss thugs stick their heads in the door one of them yelled and screamed, there's a fire A lady, she hollered, there's no such a thing Keep on with 
Followed about a hundred or more, but most everybody remained on the floor. The gun thugs had laughed at their murderous joke, and the children were smothered on the stairs by the door. Such a terrible sight I never did see. We carried our children back up to that tree. The scabs outside still laughed at their spree, and the children that died there were seventy-three. The piano played a slow funeral tune. The town was lit up by a cold Christmas moon. The parents they cried and the miners they moaned. See what your greed for money has done. I am David Kleiner, a singer-songwriter from the Philadelphia area. Woody did it first. Woody Guthrie showed everyone who came after him what folk singers and folk songs can do. Attract great musicians like Sonny Terry, Brownie McGee, Pete Seeger, and Lead Belly. Touch listeners like Deportees and the 1913 Massacre still do. Teach as Do-Re-Mi taught Dust Bowl migrants. Inspire people like Union Maid take on a life of their own as folks remember and sing tunes like This Land is Your Land or So Long It's Been Good to Know You without even being aware they were written by Guthrie. Whatever a folk song can do, one of Woody's songs did it first and better than most. You've been listening to Music for the New Revolution. I'm Rodney Wittenberg. I'm David Heitler-Clevens. Music for the New Revolution is produced at Melody Vision Recording Studios in Plymouth Meeting, Pennsylvania. Music for the New Revolution is written and produced by David Heitler-Clevens and Rodney Wittenberg. And edited and co-produced by Ben Flax. You can find us at musicforthenewrevolution.com or MFTNR. Like us on Facebook and follow our Spotify playlist. And our podcasts can be found on SoundCloud and iTunes. And you can also be a patron, a supporter of our podcast on Patreon. This is Music, Music for, for the, the New, New Revolution. Revolution. For a pop of pill culture, drug companies circling like a vulture. Amaraki babies with the G.I. Joe father. Ten years from now, is it?